Do you have a not-so-perfect life? I mean, we may look like we have it all together, but the truth is we all have stuff. Unbroken provides a brave space where we women can take off the mask, share our secret struggles, and our secrets to success. Unbroken, doing life better together. Think about something in your life that's working really, really well, but it hasn't always been that way. You may have a relationship that for years you struggled, but finally you're in a great space or you've started working out and something that you never thought you could do. You now have a consistent workout routine and a healthier diet, or maybe you've got a new job or you're at a different place in your career and things are really looking up for you, but it hasn't always been that way. Well, I'm guessing that if you've got an area of your life where you've made some big changes, you're relishing in success, there were actually small steps to get there. And that's what we're talking about today on Women of Excellence. Being a woman is tough. Women of Excellence with Janae Hill encourages, equips, and empowers women with real solutions to real issues. From business to family, to health and relationships, work-life balance. If women face it, we address it with heart, humor, and a hands-on approach. Women of Excellence, where laughter meets tough love as we do life together. To make consistent, long-lasting changes in life, you have to view it as a marathon, not a sprint. Hi, I'm Janae. I'm a motivational speaker, author, the founder of H3 Ministries, and I like to say a subject matter expert when it comes to change. Why? Because I have made giant changes in my life, both personally and professionally. And that's why on this season of Women of Excellence, we are walking through my book, Diary of an Unbroken Heart, Simple Keys to Complex Change. And if you don't have the book, you can find it on Amazon. The last few sessions, we have been talking through some of the crucial keys for change. And today, we are going to identify how to make small steps over time in order to achieve long-term sustainable change. Now, at the beginning of this podcast, I mentioned that if you've made some big changes in your life, I guarantee you they did not happen overnight. And... I bet if you really dig down and dig deep, you will find that your big changes were a result of small, sustainable, consistent steps. Let me give you an example. Years ago, I wanted to make some changes in my marriage. My husband and I have been married almost eight years, and we are a blended family three girls from his previous marriage, and then we had a child after we'd been married a little over a year. So together, we've got four kids total. 
we got married really quickly, too quickly. Um, looking back, it's not one of my proudest moments. Um, while we thought we were making a good decision, it actually hadn't been thought through. That's a whole nother episode. Um, but because we got married so quickly, and then we add on to that the fact that we were a blended family, we had lots of challenges in our marriage. In fact, the first few years, I think I could count on one hand the things that were working well in our marriage. Um, I mean, I'm not proud of that, but it's just the truth. Now, I'm happy to say that we are at a place in our marriage where we enjoy each other. We look for things to do together. We are practicing oneness. Um, and it's not always been that way. So giant change in our marriage. But as I look back on how we got where we are today, it was really the culmination of small things over time that resulted in big change. For us, and I believe for all change, it starts with a choice. So what do we choose to focus on? What do we choose to work on? Randy, my husband, and I made a concerted effort to choose to work on improving our marriage. Now, in order to work on improving our marriage, we needed to understand what beliefs we had about marriage. And that's from our second session on Diary of an Unbroken Heart um, in this season of Women of Excellence. So we had to look at what beliefs did we have around marriage. For example, one belief that I had about marriage is that if you married the right person, it should just work. And when it didn't work, I thought maybe I've married the wrong person. Perhaps I need to get out of the marriage. Um, but we believe that the Lord, and, and that's kind of our anchor, really wanted us to stay married. Um, and so we made a choice to work on our marriage. We examined our beliefs about marriage. We looked at those beliefs that were not helping us to have a healthy marriage. Um, the third thing we did is we looked at our crew I talked last session about the right crew for the improved you. When we did a little analysis of the couples in our lives, there weren't a whole lot of couples that we wanted to follow their example of marriage. We had friends who were in a good marriage, maybe, but not a great marriage. We didn't see a lot of couples that were really enjoying each other. Um, they were just more tolerating each other. And so we expanded our circle. We added new friends, what I like to call uppers, who could really spur us on to have a great marriage. And then we began to look at other small steps we could take to improve our marriage. And I'm going to take you today through an activity that I do with my clients. So when I am working with businesses who are looking to make changes when I'm working with leaders who want to improve their leadership skills, or when I'm working with individuals, women, as I am mentoring them, I always, always, always go through this process. And the reason is I have found it to be a really big game changer when you lay out where you are now, where you want to be, and 
all of the small steps it's going to take to get there. Now, there's a little warning. Some of you may go through this process and see all of the small things that you need to work on to get where you want to go, and you may become overwhelmed. Don't let that happen. Rather, use this activity to go, I have millions of opportunities to do things to get me where I want to go. There's no cookie cutter way. So my intention behind sharing this exercise with you is that it will really help you have excitement over the changes that you're wanting to make, not anxiety. But that choice is up to you. So for this exercise, you're going to make get out a sheet of paper, get out a pen or pencil. And if you want to just listen now and do this activity later, you certainly can. But you're going to make three columns on a sheet of paper. And you want these columns to be about equal distance apart. All right. Now on the left column, the furthest left side of your paper, at the top of that column, you're going to write where I am now. You're going to write where I am now. You're going to skip the middle column. And then the right side, you're going to write where I want to be. Where I want to be. So on the left side, it says where I am now. And then on the right side, it says where I want to be. And then there is space in the middle. Now, I always like to start with where I want to be. So let's go back to my marriage example. When I looked at where I wanted to be in my marriage, I wanted to be doing what was called oneness, meaning we do life together. We were partners. That's what I wanted. I also wanted us to enjoy one another. I wanted us to celebrate one another, be each other's cheerleaders, be on the same team. I wanted to have adventures um, with my spouse. I wanted to see um, really him as the leader of our household and me following him as the submissive wife. Now, that doesn't mean I don't have a voice, but I really wanted the traditional role of him as the leader and me as the submissive wife. So those were all in the column of what I wanted. All right. So fill out the what you want, that ideal state first. Now, go to the left-hand side column, where you are now, where I am now. In my marriage, at the time that we started this, instead of oneness, we were living separate lives and simply reporting back to one another. Instead of being partners We really um, were more of roommates, not partners. Instead of having fun together, um, our lives were very mundane. Life was very hard. It was always transactional. Um, What's the next thing on our list to check off? I also found that we were doing nothing, just the two of us. Um, Our child at the time was under five and our youngest. 
And so we were often focused on things with him and there was no time for the two of us. So as you start writing where you want to be versus where you are now, you're automatically going to come up with some obvious things that you can do to close the gap. So in our marriage, I started looking at, I can share some of my hopes and dreams with Randy. Well, I'm going to go heavy on you for a minute. In order to be able to share those hopes and dreams with Randy, I needed to be able to trust Randy with my heart. I have trust issues, so I knew that I needed some counseling. Keeping it real here, people. So personal counseling for Janae was one step I could take from where we currently are to where we wanted to be. Um, Another thing we could start doing is planning a date night or a date lunch. Now, at first, we were like, let's do this weekly. That didn't happen. And so let's do this monthly. That didn't happen either. Let's do this quarterly. That for us at the time was doable. Now we are much more intentional about having that one-on-one time without children. But what are some things you can do to get from where you are to where you want to be? Another thing that we identified we could do together is like a marriage retreat. Get together with other couples. That did not sound fun to me, but we wrote that down. Marriage retreat. And so after this activity, looking at where we were versus where we wanted to be, we had a whole list of things that we could do. Small steps that if we consistently did them would improve our marriage. Now, I mentioned the word consistently because you can't go to one class, you can't listen to one podcast, you can't work out one time to get to your ideal life. It's about consistent small steps. And so after you make your three-column list and you've identified those things that go in the middle, those small steps that you can take to get you towards that change, then go through each thing you've written down and say, am I ready to take this step? Am I willing to take this step? And third, am I able to take this step? Um, So back to my marriage analogy, one of the things we had written down was that we were going to go to a marriage retreat. Well, I was like, are we both ready? Because a marriage takes two people. Are we both ready? Um, Are we both willing? And then thirdly, are we able? And there was a time that we wanted to go, but we weren't able to because my mother-in-law had just had a brain injury and we decided that wasn't a good time to leave her. But with each of those items that you've written down that are steps you can take, what are you ready, willing, and able to do? Maybe if you are working on something health-related and you're wanting to exercise more, well, if you have a physical disability currently, then you may have to choose to delay your exercise or you could choose to choose to take an alternative exercise. So for instance, if they told you you can't run, 
no high impact, you could choose to swim. Now you may choose to delay until you can do your workout of choice, but you have to remember that's a choice you're making. Small steps make big changes. And I will tell you that in my own journey, whether it was going from corporate America to starting my own company, or if it was going from living a life that wasn't fulfilling to finding joy and peace elsewhere, there were lots of little steps along the way that I took and that I had to keep taking. Truly long-lasting, sustainable change is a marathon, not a sprint. I had a friend of mine who was told that due to medical reasons, she had to lose weight. She opted for the bariatric surgery. She did the surgery, um, so that was a quick change, but she never changed her exercise or her diet. And guess what? She did not have long-term sustainable change because there were no small steps to back up that big change. For me, as I was making those big changes in my life, I found myself often getting very discouraged, feeling like I was making no progress. And that is when I started my daily practice at the end of Every day, I would write in my journal, what am I thankful for and what am I proud of? And as I began to write what I was thankful for and what I was proud of, there were days that what I was proud of is just that I was still alive. Um, There were days that I was proud of just making it through the day. But as I continued in that small, consistent process of writing down what I was thankful for and proud of, all of a sudden, I found that my proud ofs got bigger. Suddenly, I became proud of having like a tough conversation that before I would have avoided. I became proud of saying no to some downer friends that I really liked being around, but maybe weren't encouraging me to make healthy choices. And so I found that for me, doing that little thank you for, thankful for and proud of at the end of every day was a great way to affirm the progress that I was making. And now as a family, at the end of every day, at night, we say as a family what each of us are thankful for and proud of. And just a side note, if you're a parent, um, It is a great way to get a glimpse into your child's heart as to what is motivating them and what stood out to them that day. And we have been doing this with our son since literally he was two. Um, So it doesn't matter how young they are. It's never too young or too, they're never too old to start. So this week I've shared with you how you make a choice to make that change. And then you kind of look at your beliefs around whatever topic you are trying to change and deal with. How are those beliefs helping you or hindering you? Third key we talked about was who is in your crew? Are they really the right crew for an improved you? And then today we talked about small, consistent, 
steps over time lead to big change. And so what is one small step that you're going to commit to taking to get closer to the life you want to have? If you like what you're hearing, please share this with a friend and follow me at Real Janae Hill on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Friends don't let friends listen alone. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to share it and follow us on social media at The Unbroken Squad and at Real Janae Hill.